Hello, welcome to Sumo Mainichi. It is Monday night. It is Akibasho. My name's Amy. I'm here with Dave. We're going to bring you all the action from day two. Day two. Already I feel this basho slipping away. It's going too quickly. <laughs> uh, as we start this podcast episode, it's settled to 28 degrees Celsius Ooh. and 82 degrees Fahrenheit in Tokyo. It's a hot week, isn't it's it? It's a very, very warm week, sitting up around 32, 33 every day and just not cooling down at night at all. No, well, you said that uh, the air conditioning in Tokyo is obviously better the oh, other day. That's true. At we've, the Kokuki Kan. We've seen, yeah. yeah, we've seen a few, in Tokyo yeah, in just general, generally. just air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen a few long pants, long shirts, but I've also seen a lot of fans in the stadium. Oh, really? Fans, but also waving yeah. fans. Yeah. Um, there's a, a lot of hot people there. Yes. And by hot, you mean warm because of the temperature. Yes. Also, hot people love sumo. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say a big thank you before we get going to Justin, who has donated to the uh, Sumo Manichi Sake Fund on day two, coming up with the goods. Thank you so much, Justin. It means we'll have a, uh, a delicious bottle of sake for the latter half of this basho. Good on you, Justin. Thank you. So to go straight from some good news to some bad news. Oh. Tokushori yes. today went Kyujo. He's sitting down at Makushita 37. Yeah. Now, this, Too low for the great man. Well, exactly right. It's unbecoming. Mm. Mm. I think as soon as he left Jurio, I was keeping, and, and he did that back in, uh, where are we? Oh, I've got to scroll a long way down to see. So he left Jurio in, at the end of last year. Yep. So started 2023, January at Makushta 2. I was expecting an entire uh, announcement before January. We didn't yep. get it. He's been, look, he hasn't had a great time in his last two bouts in Makushta. He went two and five uh, and then one and six, finding himself at 37 uh, Makushta. But today he's gone Kyujo. Now, apparently this is his first day going Kyujo in his career. So he kicked off in uh, January 2009. That's 1,123 straight bouts. Wow. Is that coming up to Tamawashi's? What's Tamawashi's well, record? Have a look at that. While you look that up, though, find him. maybe some Sumo DB dorks could help me out here because it, it, Tokushoryu's record here says 553 wins, mm. 570 losses. Mm. And one. Is that one? Oh. So, well, but that it, can't be going Kyujo because, well, that's today. That's today. Wow. One Whoa. of the dumbest things I've said. <laughs> it's literally what's happening right now. Okay. So, I'm going to come back. <laughs> because I was like, because I actually looked at this before. I'm like, wow, I can't see a single Kyujo. Maybe this is a, it's an error. <laughs> and you've just said with your own mouth, he's just gone Kyujo. I didn't even listen to what I was saying. <laughs> well, Tamoshi, let's come back to him. His career record in yeah. terms of um, matches is 1,540. So, how many mm. did you say for Tokushori? Uh, 1,123. Mm, so, still 400 behind. That really puts, I mean, I don't want oh, this to be all it? about Tamawashi, but it really puts him in perspective. Nishikiki 2 has 1,105. How many did you say again? I know you've just said this three 1, times in a row. 1,123. Oh, okay. But that's that's straight. Yep. So I think the sumo world 
holds its breath now to see whether an entire announcement will come. Maybe we should be doing a uh, T-shirt competition for who can pick the day Tokashori's entire comes through. Oh, yeah. I feel it's kind of a day 12, day 13 thing. Yeah. Although we've seen people go at different times throughout the basho. Yeah. It, oh, what am yeah. I going to say? What am I going to timestamp right <laughs> now, right here? Because you don't announce and then wait too long, don't you? I thought you announced wow. and then just just went. Like he's could, already done it. It could be tomorrow. Could be tomorrow. Mm. That That's the one that, like if we open up this competition, we're going to be giving away <laughs> 400 T-shirts <laughs> for tomorrow. <laughs> It'll find it. And then you on day 13. Yeah, no, this should come out of my money, I think. Uh, Let's get into the action, Makuchi. Atami Fuji, we have to talk about him. Yes, because he has ascended. He is in his uh, next form, I think. He's he's levelled up. He was against Daishoho. Today he got the right hand on the belt. Daishoho got the right hand as well, but Atami Fuji, he wriggled. He tried to break it and he's always moving now. He just looks so confident, looks so strong. No signs of weakness, no give him up, giving up. Even though he wasn't able to break that belt grip, he was able to drive Daishoho back. It feels within the, within the space of three or four months, Atami Fuji has hardened up. Mm. And I mean that mentally probably more than his body, which is bandaged up. It's knocked around a little bit. Yeah, but, the um, shoulder, very bandaged. Just something about his belief. Yeah. The determination. He looks, his face has got a set to it now, you know. He's, he's still got the lovely baby face that we all... Um, adore, but he his sumo is strong and to come up against someone as big as Daishoho, who is by no means an easy yeah. beat and just knock him over like that was really cool. So he's two and zero, Tommy yeah, Fuji. great start for him. Uh, Kota Shoho and Chia Shoma, not about I thought we would be talking about, but this was a bit of a classic. It was a great bout. <laughs> they, uh, there's a, f- a few times here where both Rikishi swung their opponent around and I thought, well, this one is over. But somehow both, well, first Kodoshoho, then Chiyoshoma managed to keep their feet. Uh, but it was Kodoshoho who was able to swing Chiyoshoma just that bit harder, took Chiyoshoma to the bales. Chiyoshoma was not out of this one, though. He found his way back to his feet, but Kodoshoho had closed in and took Chiyoshoma over. Yeah, it was just a good bout to watch, a little bit different. We see a lot of pushing, we see pulling down to the ground, we see some lifting, but we don't always see that that sort of swinging yeah. around where you go catapulting across the dojo. As, as soon as Chiyoshoma gets a hand on the belt, win or lose, <laughs> you are guaranteed entertainment. Yep, yep. And we saw it today. Score for these two, uh, where have I written that down in my notes? Chiyoshoma one and one, Kodoshoho, same score. Don't need, you don't need scores on day two. It doesn't matter. It's true. <laughs> Mitakumi was up next <laughs> against Takara Fuji. These two, they've got a record of 11 for Mitakumi's yeah, way. Interesting. Um, but Takara Fuji today... He's really just rediscovered his defence. We saw it yesterday and he was able to stop Mitakuyumi, who yesterday looked um, very driven and powerful, but Takarafuji stopped him today. Mitakuyumi, though, was able to keep applying the pressure, pushing, pushing, moving Takarafuji around. And the crucial part of this was that he stayed low and he kept attacking Takarafuji's chest and stayed on his feet Nothing funny here from Mitakumi, and it was him who eventually got the win. So as someone who was already 
swirling around in the vortex. I've just abandoned myself to it and I probably won't make another appearance on this podcast for the rest of the battle. I think um, I think Sumo was the real winner today. Yeah. It was just good to see Takara Fuji actually do something on the back foot. Mm. To see Mitakumi doing that nice, stable, low attack. Oh, I just sat back and enjoyed this one. I just enjoyed it. And I think, like, I set that up, like Takara Fuji was the one in control. But Mitakumi was so strong as well. It was just an enjoyable bout of sumo. Totally. Well, the Endo Hokuseho bout, mm. interesting stuff. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? I would. Uh, look, we've seen Hokuseho being knocked over just by sheer pace at the moment, but this particular bout played out a little different. Yeah, Endo went forward, tried to get on the front of the belt, uh, but very quickly moved around the side and tried, was it a reverse Sorogake or just a Sorogake, where he tried to trip Hokuseho over his leg. Yeah, I think just the Sorogake tried to push him backwards across the leg, but he was kind of facing the other way. It, th- there was some it was rev- a bit of a mess. Some of some reverse element. I mean, this is a risky move against Hokuseho. We haven't really seen anyone succeed with this particular mm. gambit. Endo didn't today, and then they locked up for quite a long time. Uh, but not in the way that Hokuseho has been locking his opponent up with one hand on the belt. Mm. He actually had Endo locked up in the arms, Terunofuji style. Mm. There was a lot of waiting around here. Well, I thought from the way that Hokuseho ended up, spoiler alert, sorry, <laughs> winning, I thought that he would be able to do that straight away. But he waited for ages before he um, he moved forward. And it wasn't like he was testing Endo, like giving him a little yank just to see what kind of no, resistance was going to be offered. He just stands there. He just stood there and then just said, okay, and lifted Endo off the ground and walked him out. Give us our 30 seconds back. <laughs> it probably was 30 seconds, wasn't it? No, I, I thought this was a very, very good uh, effort from Hokuseho. So that's his first win, his one and one. Good effort, Endo, but you are zero and two. Gonoyama came up against Ura today and it looked like at this touch yeah, that Gonoyama was off the long run up as well as Ura. They really smacked hard into each other, two big bodies coming together. But Ura was really low here and this time around it worked for him and he was able to get under the uh, informed Gonoyama and somehow ran him off the dojo. Yeah. How many times have they met? It couldn't have been many. Ooh. I feel like Gonoyama, he left, he left the downstairs door open. Yeah. Didn't he? And, yeah. and Ura went straight in there. He didn't really stand a chance, Gonoyama. Uh, and I, I think that next time he will approach this bout very, very differently. Yeah, they've met today, once. They've, they've met, met once. once. And yep. who won? Uh, it was today. I don't <laughs> want to do this to you again. <laughs> For the second right. time. Okay. So it what's was the head to head? And it was today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, good stuff. Uh, so Ura. Getting that win. First win of the uh, Akiba show. Congratulations to Ura. We came into the Sanyaku next. It's always a surprise with oh, Zaru as Kom- Komusubi. Yeah, but let's get used to it. <laughs> Tam- he was against Tamawashi today, who yep. is at Maegashira 3. Tamawashi came out red hot. I actually blinked at the touchy eye. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, honestly, this bout was over. Yeah. I do blink very slowly, though. <laughs> okay, I had a nap. <laughs> <laughs> micro sleep. I was like, come on, come on. Tamawashi's <laughs> up. Tamawashi, he, he came out very, very hot here. Tobi Zaru met the charge. Are we in mm-hmm. agreement on that? 
I think there was an element of meeting here. Yep. Okay, thank you. Tra- traces you of, may contain traces of meeting and yep. moving. Yep. And he certainly did move. Well, he, there was a lot of moving. Traces of meeting, a lot of moving. Yes, he moved <laughs> backwards to his right, pulling uh, Tamashi by the arm, delivering him into the lap of the man sitting in the first row. Yes. Yeah, he Great catapulted. Win for Toby Zaru. Off there, that was a hikake win. We don't see that uh, particularly often. The arm grabbing force out, which is uh, described in great detail on Wikipedia. Have you got so, it up there? Because I you, do, actually. Because read it out. I mean, this is a textbook hikake. Yeah, well, there's a few arm um, grabbing techniques, but this one, a technique in which while moving backwards to the side... So it can't be just backwards. He did that. The opponent is pulled past the attacker and out of the doyo, tick, by grabbing and pulling their arm with both hands. It's very specific. both hands? Yeah, must have been. Must have been, I suppose. Okay. uh, Take us through Shodai and Daesho. Well, I don't really want to because (laughs) Shodai, he's gone full floppy Shodai here. He tried to go body to body. He did all right. Yeah. did he? Well, <laughs> I did. there were like three or four good pushes against Dio. So he stood his ground. He didn't move back to start off with, but obviously, not obviously, I don't know, but it looked like he felt like he wasn't getting in there. So then he made a disastrous decision to try to pull and move yeah. back and step away. Daesho was like, well, no, <laughs> I'll come straight after you. Took him out easy peasy. I don't know what the, the game plan here from Short Eye was. Yeah, well, especially with the pool. Like, oh, well, he was looking solid. I don't think the pool was part of the game plan. That was something that came to him mid-bout. Yep. <laughs> Thought, maybe I can get a cheap win here. Yeah. A- apart from getting in close to Daesho, there just wasn't a lot of sumo on display. Should I not bringing a lot of intensity on day two? Uh, for Shodai, he is uh, zero and two. Daesho, one and one. You said I shouldn't say the scores, but I did. No, you absolutely can. And I regret can. it. <laughs> uh, Kodunawaka, Sekiwake, Shin Sekiwake, Kodunawaka up against a little Maegashira 2 called Asuniyama. Oh, boy. Yeah. This was an absolute belter of a bout. Now, we have to talk about this Kodunawaka touchy eye. Hands went nowhere no, near the doyo. An absolute waft. He wasn't even bending down, really. No. He leant forward. I mean, Asuniyama has the kind of sumo sense to know what he meant by that. Yeah. I so mean, the, the he, meeting was good. He'd been ready to go for ages. He he was ready. And as soon as the, the body moved, he went. He knows how to touch her. But it was pretty odd. Yeah, it was a bit weird. Uh, Kodunawaka, even though, he, well, I mean, this is because he didn't touch, he could come at Asunyama quite mm. quick. Uh, but Asunyama met him very well. Kodunawaka tried to pull Asunyama through here, momentarily destabilised Asunyama, but Asunyama's on another level. He really is, and I think today we saw just how much he is when he got into trouble, and I think a lot because of that difficult, that weird touchy eye. Yeah, this, this should have been harder for him. Yeah, he was suddenly off balance, he was suddenly on the edge, and he just set his body, went about his business, did his, what I'll call now again, Ozeki sumo. Yeah, well, let's call it for what it is. This is Ozeki sumo. And got out of trouble. Yeah, he did. And and I I guess you could make the argument we do see Asunyama get himself into trouble quite regularly, but just the way he's able to respond, he's just got that killer instinct right now. Mm. Get this guy back to Ozeki. Please. Please, please, please. He looks the strongest out there. Don't you think? I, 
I think so. And I think really Hoshoryu, Asunayama are at the top of the heap at the moment. Yeah. Just in terms of sumo aura. Yeah. Ability to dominate. I I have been slow to get back on the Asunayama bandwagon, yeah. I guess. Like he's had so much support. I'm like, I don't need to add to that. When we were over in Osaka, <laughs> every time like maybe two or three, five minutes before he was due to come out, even there were people with the banners. And yeah. then when he was ready to get up for his bout, they've all got them up. Like he has so much support now. Just clearly the most popular ricochet when we were there. And so I haven't felt the need to add to it, but I, I, I'm so <laughs> yeah. impressed by how he's coming back. He oh, just looks unstoppable. He really does, doesn't he? So We, we didn't say that he won. He went through. Yeah, he he did more sumo and then he won. You could guess. Asunyama 2-0. Abi came up next against Wakamoto Haru. Mm. Wakamoto Haru, who has already had a uh, pretty bad start of, after one day to the Basho. <laughs> he had the worst possible start after day one. He lost losing. to a sunny armor, though, yeah, well. a bit fair enough. Yep. But he doesn't have a good record against Abi either. And I think I've said before that this kind of makes sense because Abi is so disruptive yeah. and Wakamoto Haru is so straightforward. I think we saw today why their record is like that. I think so because textbook Noroa oh. from Abi just absolutely put Wakamoto Haru off, stood him up with the neck so high, and then as he stumbled forward, again yeah. textbook pushed down. This was Abi's style of sumo today. He would be very, very happy with this effort against a quality opponent. I, I thought this was as clean as Abi can look. Did mm. well. I mean, Wakamoto Haru... Getting him stood up, I think, was the, the thing that really impressed me. Yeah, and he couldn't get away from it. So that's 6-2 head-to-head yeah. now uh, to Arby. So Wakamoto Haru having troubles overall, perhaps. We, we said before that he hasn't come into this with the best form and struggled at the end of last Basho, um, and that's sort of carried over. But today it was very much about his opponent, mm. Arby, succeeding. I feel like I'd, I would love to see just some honest sumo from Wakamoto Haru. Yeah, he not might to, Not to, to suggest honest. that today was dishonest. No. Just some sumo. Forward. Forward. Belt. Belt. Flip on the bales. Flip on the bales. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, okay, next bout. Uh, Kirishima, Ozeki, and Meisei, who was coming in at Maegashira 1. The pace on this bout, I loved it. Sometimes I, I think of Kirishima as being... Uh, very, very good when the tempo is a bit slower, but mm. completely matched Meisei today and very quickly uh, established a dominant position here. Kirishima was relentless. He chased Meisei when Meisei took a step back. couple of perfectly uh, timed and uh, located thrusts sent Meisei crumbling under the pressure. He went to the ground, win for the Ozeki. Yeah, and a dominant win there. I thought maybe uh, Meisei had kind of tripped over or done himself in there, but on the replay, it could be seen that Kirishima ab ab absolutely crushed him down, pushed him down there. And so uh, Kirishima moving to, that's two wins for yeah, him, it is. right? Two sure wins. Uh, the Karaban Ozeki, Kirishima, and Meisei 1 1. Hokuto Fuji came up next against Hoshoryu. Uh, Hoshoryu winning yesterday and Hokuto Fuji as well. Hokuto Fuji still carrying a lot of confidence from, well, not only yesterday, but the July tournament. And 
This was a quick bout, a really quick struggle for dominance here. A lot of movement from Hoshoryu. We often see it from him. He's trying to find a position to pull off a move from. He loves to go for a move. But then all of a sudden he was too low, Hoshoryu, and he was down. It took the replay for me to – I watched that replay like five or six times. We we really poured over it because, as you said, the bout didn't last that long. But, boy, there's a lot to unpack. This had layers and layers. And each time you chipped away a layer, there was another layer. Which is what's so great about Sumo. Oh, it certainly is. It was interesting. The the Hoshoryu Tachio looked fantastic. Hokuto Fuji I appreciated later after digging in four or five layers – he controlled his backwards movement yes. quite well, Hokuto Fuji. Yeah. So knew that he was in trouble early but just let himself be taken back yeah. and that set the stage for him to bring them back into the middle of the dojo. Yeah, because he was able to anchor himself and then again control yeah. his movement back around so they changed positions. And then I think Hoshoryu went for a makakai. Oh, I think he, I think he did. And yeah. Hokuto Fuji evaporated. Great word. Great word. He just suddenly wasn't there anymore. Hoshori tried, had his right hand, right arm on the outside, tried to get it in. And when he thrust it down and Hokuto Fuji wasn't there, he was suddenly just close to the ground. He was extremely close to the ground. He took himself close to the ground. Um, Again, we had to watch this particular move over and over to understand it. I think this is just an example of Hokuto Fuji's full body sumo. Mm. Like he he sensed it, he felt it, he saw it, and he just wasn't there when uh, Hoshoryu went in for that grip flip. My question is, was a little bit arrogant going for that move? Was Hoshoryu trying to bite off a bit more than he could chew there? Yeah, I guess he felt like he needed that. That was his preferred position. He obviously you know, maybe was a little bit rattled by not being able to put Hokuto Fuji away straight away on Mm. the bales. Um, And like I said before, I think he does trade in a lot of movement, Hoshori. He's always trying for a a different angle or a different hold perhaps. And so I guess it was just part of his his, uh, sumo in the moment. I feel like I need to go back and watch that bale a few more times. I (laughs) I feel like... It was fascinating. Yeah, I feel like there's many, many more layers to unpack here, but a brilliant win from Hokuto Fuji. Uh, it set the crowd on fire. Yeah, they, they really absolutely loved it. this one. And he is two and zero. Uh, a really good start for him. And uh, Shinozeki Hoshori one and one. Great. The final bout of the day was new Komasubi Nishikigi up against Takakeisho. And this one, it was all Takakeisho. We saw a few pushes from Takakeisho early. And this move that Takakeisho did today, I, I really quite like it, where he slips around to the side belts his opponent uh, from the side, throws them <laughs> off balance yep. and uh, that was all he needed to do today to pick up his first win. Yeah, yeah, a good win for Takakeisho. Um, not the forward uh, movement that he loves to win by <laughs> or that you would perhaps want him to win by, but, yeah, he's, he comes at the side all the time. It's one of his ways to win and he did it. And still can generate a lot of power yeah. out of those pushes. Yeah, that's right. It was a... Uh, MNW, I'm going to go and yeah, say. Yeah, I, I would agree. On day two, they can come at any time, the uh, the much-needed win. And oh, it can. was for Karaban Ozeki Takakesho today. Well, especially, you know, he, he would have been facing Meisei tomorrow at 0-2. That's when the media starts Ooh. showing up outside your house. Oh, 
Do you know what I mean? People are starting to write articles. They say it's the agent of chaos and yeah. how you're never going to be able to get through him. Well, I just don't think you'd want to uh, be facing, may say, zero to Cardaban. No. Uh, that's it for all of the top division bouts. As I said, Tucker K Show takes on Maysay tomorrow at the top of the card. Toby Zaru takes on Hoshoryu. Oh, he's bouncing around, isn't he? He certainly is at Komasubi. Uh, seven and ten is their record. So Toby Zaru, well, I can think of a few times quite recently. Well, one time quite recently where he knocked over Hoshoryu. Uh, but a rich history between these two started back in November 2019. Nice. Uh, that will be a good one. Kirishima takes on Hokuto Fuji. Oh, that'll be good. That'll be good. Kodnawaka takes on Tamawashi. Daisho and Abi, I think, will be a good bout. Uh, it's 10 8 Daisho's way. Shorai goes up against Wakamoto Haru. Oh. Okay. Ooh. And uh, to round out Sanyaku, we have Nishikigi taking on Asunayama. All right, I'm going to scroll down and find out who Mitakumi has. <laughs> it's going to take me. Oh, gee, I thought <laughs> I could Hokuseho. find it quicker. Hokuseho. And this is their first time meeting. Ooh. Well, bout of the day. Well, I think that is bout of the day. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Why am I so invested in Mitakumi? No, I, I think you've got to ride this wave. If you're yep. feeling it, ride it. Yeah. Thanks for joining us on Sumo Mainichi. Today uh, we'll be here to bring you all the action from day three tomorrow. See you later. Bye. Bye.